Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when Salt and Pepper come together. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. My name is Lisa. And on today's (laughs) episode, why did I think that you were going to talk next? I don't know. (laughs) And on today's episode, we are re-recording. We love re-recording episodes. We love re-recording for you guys. Um, That's why we do it. No. Um, My part didn't record. Yeah. So So I could just upload my part and you can hear you very faint in the background. (laughs) Like very faint. Ooh, spooky. Spooky season. (laughs) (laughs) What Um, is she talking about? So we, on today's episode, are talking about death to what was it the perfect image the perfect image you got it you're doing really well i'm doing great you Um, know what it's a day my boobs hurt it's two o'clock and it's a day it's two o'clock and it's (laughs) such a day i should be napping haven't been sleeping great i've been so tired okay i've taken so many pregnancy tests oh my goodness okay um my current obsession is these jeans because they Mm. actually fit and are comfortable oh are they new uh, yeah, because when I went to New York and I went to Mango, I actually were, was able to try on jeans mm-hmm. and that never happens for me mm-hmm. and they were great. So I got one in black and then one in denim for fall. Oh, nice. But they actually don't make me feel uncomfortable and they are like, they just fit really well and jeans never fit me. Nice. That's it. Um, My current obsession is the Korean food I've been making. I don't understand how you eat it every day. What do you mean? Don't you get tired of it? Well, it's different every day. Oh, is it? Yeah. I feel like it's like the like same. Is it the things. same like flavors though? Or no? Like what is it? Explain. Like what is your lunch? It's different every day. So what, like what are the different? It, yeah. Just one of them. I mean, just one of them <laughs> will be the same. So like today, what did you have today? Okay. So today... I I made a top ramen soup with egg mm-hmm. and um, I had leftover um, taboki. Like, it's like a rice cake mm-hmm. um, and that had like cocktail sausages in it, mozzarella and a side of kimchi. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it pork sausage? Um, I think it's beef. Beef. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. I'm happy for you. So I had a protein shake for lunch different. today. I have a couple of hard-boiled eggs in my bag Mm. and some broccoli. Oh, fun. Yeah. So, I mean, that's better than... That's better than your lunch is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, totally. How was New York? Well, it's funny because so many people have been asking me and then I kind of just have to say the same thing over and over and over. So, I figured I would just go through bullet points really fast. Okay. 
Washington, D.C. Fun. Loved Alexandria. Seeing the monuments. So cool. Stupid hot. Made everything horrible. Couldn't dress cute. My worst nightmare. Always wanted to go to New York and dress cute, and I couldn't. Ugh, that was horrible. Scootering. Very fun. Very unlike me, but I let myself go, and I did it. Um, uh, what else? Oh, I saw a rat. We tried to chase it because I wanted to see it in real life. Couldn't find it. Then we saw a dead rat on the side of the road, but that was in Washington, D.C. It looked really cute. It looked like it was sleeping. It was actually really sad. Really liked D.C. Great food. Had the best Italian ever. Really fun. Went to the Smithsonian. Highly recommend. Would go again. I saw a firefly for the first time. And we stood there and we kept trying to watch it. And then I watched Arturo for about 20 minutes try to catch one. Um, yeah, seeing the monuments was pretty like unreal and very, very cool. Highly recommend DC. Went on an Amtrak. What an experience. Um, they don't check your anything. So if anyone wanted to blow up the train, they could. So that was also interesting. Um, that was good fun. It was a three hour train ride. So wasn't bad. Preferred it over flying. Um, right when we got to New York, I went, wow, this is New York. Here we go got in an uber immediate racist comment from the uber to a certain group of people talking to us about a certain (laughs) grouping of people which was interesting because he was a minority too so and i actually found that the most that the minorities talked about the other minorities the most so that was interesting um people were very rude um this girl was walking on the train and she had like really frayed pants and she got them stuck on this girl's headphones on accident and then the headphones kind of like wrapped in them and she went get your stuff out of the aisle seriously you need to keep track of things and we were just like what and you don't want to engage so you just don't make eye contact because you're like don't make eye contact don't make eye contact um so that was interesting um we were staying in the heights and I was thinking of the movie the whole time even though it doesn't really look like the movie but I understand the premise of it we did see it in theaters we were staying right in the Brooklyn area in the heights um then we took the subway I braved my fears and I well my really big fear was walking in humidity went into the subway and um I was like everything's fine everything's fine dear lord and right when I started to get comfortable some guy walked in the subway pulled his pants down and started to to go to number two (laughs) um so that was really disgusting and and then right when the subway doors open everyone just is acting like they're really late for everything at all times went into Times Square 60 seconds good done gross it's like just a ton of screens with ads on them I'm like I do this on my phone why do I need this around me um it's basically like Hollywood Boulevard when people say they want to go see the Walk of Fame and you're like trust me you don't want to see the Walk of Fame then uh bagels unreal best best bagels of my life yes pizza we don't know what pizza is. That's what I found out. Real Italian, actual thin crust pizza. Not saying that our pizza isn't good, but what pizza was, we had it. It's crazy. So when people say, you go get the pizza in New York, they're very serious about that. Um, Broadway. Wow. I'm going to save that for my silver lining. Unreal dream. The best thing ever. Got to meet Maeve from Pevolve. I've done over 350 workouts and what was really crazy about that is they were acting 
like I was basically a celebrity. I thought, well, it's fine. People do a lot of classes all the time because if you do multiple a week over a couple years, you're going to hit that many. They were like, you've done how many classes? So I think people do like one class a week or something. And I'm like, no, I've never done an in-class class ever because we don't have any studios here. And I was like, well, of course, I love Pevolve. I eat, breathe, and sleep Pevolve. And of course, it sucked because we almost missed the class because our subway was late. So we were 10 minutes late. And I was like, oh, what a bad impression on Maeve. And then I took a picture with her and I looked like an obese giant compared to her. No, if you see that, our trail goes, wow. Because she's like maybe five foot and she's the weensiest human I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like kind of like hunched over, like putting my arm over her and I'm like, oh, that photo's disgusting. Um, and then I got some Pevolf merch because there's none on the website. And last thing I'll say, we did the 9-11 memorial. Very sombering. Very good. Recommend if you go there. I saw the church from National Treasure. It was the best thing of my life. Nicholas Cage stood there. I almost kissed the ground there. And then sunset ride. Saw the Statue of Liberty. Very fun. Overall, very stressful trip. Very hot. Really cool things. Glad to be home. <laughs> wow. I did it. Um, well, great. Let's uh, get on down to the silver lining of the week. I told you it's a day. I took pregnancy tests. I'm starting my period any second now. It can't be both of those. So, oh, gosh. Well, I know I'm not pregnant for the record. Um, every time my answer in town it doesn't matter who it is they comment on my weight and it is so annoying because you're what thin yeah and it's not like I'm dying thin right it's just like I've had two kids and I look maybe the same and so like they always say something but it just makes me uncomfortable every single time so it's like what do you say to that like, thank you. Yeah. Um, yesterday I was at my mom's house. <clears throat> and as I'm saying goodbye, my aunt goes, bye, love you. Make sure you eat something. It's just like a different culture. And like, they don't understand. Like, hey, don't say that. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I understand <laughs> what my aunts mean when they say that kind of stuff. And Right. There's no negative intent with what they're saying, but it's just right. kind of like, hey, that's... Even though it does feel a little bit like... No, it doesn't feel like it has negative intent to it, but it doesn't feel good receiving that, especially right. because like lately I've been eating like crap and I'm pretty sure I've gained weight and I'm not like upset about it, but right, it just makes me think what what makes you think you can comment on my weight. Well, why can't you say in something? In any regard. Because I'm Romanian. <laughs> Okay. Totally That's different culture. That's the answer to your you family things. What if you did say, not then, but at a later time, said something like, hey, I just wanted to let you know when you say that it's kind of triggering, it like kind of hurts my feelings just to let you know yeah. I'm not mad. Like, it's would they triggering. receive that? It, or it doesn't feel good when you say that. Um, Would they just get defensive or? I don't think so. It's not even worth bringing up type of a thing. And I... I'm not afraid of confrontation or having conversations with people, but it it really isn't like. You're not like going to cry in the car about it. 
no if it sincerely hurt my feelings you would or made me really uncomfortable I would say something but it's just like ugh, another one of those things and it's my aunts every single time like they'll hug me and they'll be like oh like in Romanian like oh you're just like so skinny and like all these things and it makes me so uncomfortable like you're saying that in front of you know I know you're saying that because I've had kids and I look this way and then there's other girls around me who have had kids and they're struggling with how they can't take weight off right and like your own kids are around who are struggling with that and that makes me so uncomfortable because I'm like you know you don't know that I've like even been dealing with my mental health and that could be associated with it or whatever it could be yeah so it's just one of those things I just think like don't comment on weight unless it's a compliment right for, or unless somebody's them, trying to open up about it that is a compliment hard thing like for yeah. them in romanian culture like that's yeah. not as a no-no right. so there's a part of me that's like i'm just being sensitive no i mean i think i think the hardest part when that kind of stuff comes up which this is i don't want to say this in a way that sounds like i'm bragging in any way but i've had multiple like three or four instances where I've been in a coffee shop or a restaurant where somebody will come up and say, you're so beautiful, which is so nice. But there's another girl sitting at the table and then that person walks away. And then instantly I go, that was so nice. That was not appropriate. There's some, there's a girl sitting here. They're so beautiful too. How did that make? Just like comes up to you at a restaurant and is like, yeah, you are so beautiful. Which is like, again, that's so nice. And like, I, you know, I don't just like talk about it because I'm like, what are you talking about? But it's always in front of other girls. Mm -hmm. And then I go, well, maybe this is why I don't have, you know, (laughs) this is probably why I have friends who, you know, (laughs) I'm just too beautiful for everyone. (laughs) But I've had things like that where like I had a friend where you could tell like at one point there was more attention. Not that I. The, yeah. my friend is so pretty like right. it was so dumb yeah and then they get jealous and it's like <laughs> then you don't have a friendship with them anymore because we're women yeah it's so hard because if we were at a table and that happened to you I would be like <laughs> <laughs> like we off. would like make a joke about it you know yeah. you would be like well well I'm, I'm gonna go to the bathroom you know <laughs> <laughs> I look like a dog <laughs> I would just like talk to you about it I guess I I you know I wish that girls yeah. wouldn't make it it's not your fault well right it's just it is uncomfortable and Arturo talks about it a lot he goes I don't know why that happens and he goes it's so uncomfortable when there's other people there yeah I'm like yeah I, I don't like that does this happen a lot when I compliment you on your body and your butt oh no I love that <laughs> keep it coming everyone else in forage is like what about my butt? What about what my about body? Mine? Well, you're you're not like, hey, pinching kind my of butt. Am. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Depends on what I'm wearing. Um, so my silver lining is, okay, so I worked out for four years, I guess, three years. And I've always worked out at home, you know, and I'm obsessed with P-Valve and everything. Everybody knows. And I also do Sweat, the app. And so it's weight. So I do weights and I do P-Valve. <laughs> we're, we're like, we know. <laughs> so I also sweat 24-7. Um, the app Sweat. And those are like the very ripped muscular girls. So mm. I try to like balance it out. Because my body doesn't feel good when I'm just doing that type of workout every single day. So Arturo has a moving company, Iron and Brawn. And they got a warehouse. And there's like a full gym in there now. Which is awesome because I don't like working out in front of people. But I've also always wanted to have gym equipment because I feel like my fitness is 
stunted because I don't have certain pieces of equipment. So in the last two weeks, I've been going out there and I'm in like so much excruciating pain (laughs) to the point where I'm like, so I feel like I haven't worked out ever to the point interesting where I'm like wow this is very different which dumbbells and body weight and all that is so hard and it's so good for your body yeah when you have like a barbell and it's on your neck and you're squatting and you're like I don't know if I can actually get up and squat Mm -hmm. or like you're on a cable and you're pulling it over and your your arms are like it and you're pushing yourself and our troll will go more weight it's too easy it's too easy you're doing it because they like I'm having PTSD (laughs) from CrossFit (laughs) well no he knows I want to be pushed in that way right I know I don't like crossfit for the record for me um but he's like you know you want to push yourself to the point of what is it called um extinction (laughs) push yourself to the point of extinction no to um I'm having such a hard time with words lately like basically don't ask me capping basically like capping out like if it's your if it's that easy for you to do 10 squats you need to put more weight on because you're not actually building muscle at that point you're just the same thing because the reason why you're sore the next day is because your muscles are ripping that's what being sore is so anyway the silver lining is that I feel like I'm learning all new things about my body and working out and my goal by the end of the year is to do a pull-up so we're gonna see what happens and I thought maybe because I've been working out I could do a pull-up I'm like hanging up there and I'm like oh I just can't even hang (laughs) oh so I can't even hang (laughs) for a long period of time so uh yeah, so we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Um, okay, and you've sort of talked about this. I don't know if it's more just the, between the two of us, but you've talked about how you can get frustrated because you aren't getting results that you want mm-hmm. by working out certain parts of your body. Yeah, you can't spot reduce fat. Right. Yeah. And so do you think that this is going to help? Like yeah. Seeing an actual like bigger difference in what you're trying to achieve? Yeah, which I... I'm more confident in my body than like when we first met, like I'm more confident right. now wearing things or whatever, but it's not yeah, like when I see a video, I'm like, like wear sleeveless shirts. Yeah. Where I wear sleeve, I show my arms, yeah, you know, that's uh-huh. a huge thing for me. Yeah. I feel like doing these exercises, it's probably going to be faster results because it's just pushing my body more. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. So exciting. But it's intimidating. Gyms are intimidating. I'm always like, Artie help me I don't know how to do any of this what does this machine do how do you do this yeah I had no idea that Arturo worked out he has always gone off and on since we started dating um but he's always just like been in pretty good shape because he was really athletic in high school so he has a lot of muscle memory really oh yeah he played like um varsity in every sport he's just one of those people Arturo Mm -hmm. He he did swimming and football and he was running college times for track when he was in fresh a freshman year and he got a full ride to Biola for running. Hey, why didn't he um he hurt himself. Oh. But yeah, so he's always been super athletic and then after he got diagnosed with cancer, he was like I'm going to start working out because mm. they've shown working out can help prevent cancer and so he's like I'm going to start. Crazy. So he's been doing it more in the last few months and of course he looks amazing in 2 months like men do oh, and I'm like so why does like and everyone that. comments on his body and I'm like I feel like I have to work out so hard. So you have to work out so hard as a woman to show. But we just have fat in certain places for certain reasons. And and we have to know that. Not what people look for. Like if a guy's strong, everyone notices Mm -hmm. that. If a girl's strong, they're like, oh, okay. 
Oh, cool. Like, where's your big butt and your big boobs? Huh? <laughs> like, I worked them off. What do you mean? <laughs> they left. They left. They went I away. children. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, should we get into t- to today's show? Yeah. Okay. So, death to a perfect image. Um, this was your idea for a show. So, like, what does that mean for you? Like, where does this come from? This came from... Wait, did it come from that message? Or did it come from... I think the message, message was kind of like serendipitous. Like it all kind of came together. Should I read it? Okay. Um, I'm not going to say who it is just because I haven't confirmed with her I can read this, but I will confirm with her after this. But if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, she said, hi guys, just, I want to pop in here. Say I've been listening to the Salt and Pepper podcast for a little while now and I'm a loyal listener. I really admire how you two strike a balance between serious and goofy how you're transparent without being overly TMI, and how you are honest with your beliefs and opinions even when they go against what other people are saying. It's been so refreshing. I also feel like through listening, I've been given permission to be feminine again. Growing up, caring about clothes, makeup, and how you look, cultural trends, and just general girly things was seen as a waste of time. And now that I work in a male-dominated field and play sports with primarily men and tomboys, I've kind of just carried that sentiment with me into my 20s. But over the past few weeks, I've been encouraged by the podcast to get back in touch with my feminine side of who I am, and it's been really special and fun um which is just like the sweetest thing ever and I don't think we've gotten a message like that like super in-depth like that before and that really made me realize like we've gotten messages about I feel encouraged to follow my dreams or thanks for talking about this but I've never had someone say like you've given me permission to be like a woman and I'm like we do that how do we do that like oh because we just talk about stuff like we are entrepreneurs but we also love fashion and we talk about the Zara sale and we talk about makeup but we also talk about serious things and that was just a really cool reminder to be like being vulnerable doesn't just mean you need to talk about the time you cried today over something stupid but it could just mean like yeah I like Taylor Swift what's it to you because some people actually don't do that and there are so many people that have guilty pleasures and don't want to talk about it because of how people view them it's like if more people didn't have guilty pleasures everyone would just do the things they think are fun you know I so this is actually something I've been thinking a lot about um I think it's multiple things so it's having the podcast and having always been what I think a very vulnerable person very much willing to share things going on in my life that are both good and difficult Mm -hmm. and being okay with people not taking that being okay with other people judging me or wanting to you know think they're better even though like they could be going through something but they're not willing to themselves be as vulnerable Mm -hmm. and so it's actually become more difficult to be vulnerable I think Mm -hmm. over time and another part of that is going through things that I don't want to be vulnerable about maybe because it has more to do with other people so I don't want them to be brought up or maybe it's become more sensitive or even being frustrated that I'm still struggling with um, even like sin issues that I thought were like younger issues that I had in the past or whatever it might be. And there's a part of me that 
can actually like get mad at other people or like be frustrated with other people who aren't vulnerable and can judge me or like judge us on the podcast like oh you guys are really willing to like put it all out there right and it's it's like a compliment and it's a bash (laughs) yeah and like are you sure about that thank you right and um it can be really difficult when those same people are like later thankful yeah for sharing certain things that they're going through and that they haven't been able to share and it's like I mean I'm so thankful I could be there for you and that I'm thankful I'm okay with being able to be vulnerable and share that stuff but I've had to go through so much crap to be able to share this stuff and backlash from people who like don't want you to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and think that vulnerability is weird and uncomfortable right which I feel like in the new it's becoming more and more acceptable I feel like in the newer generations as opposed to the older but I feel like there's so much power in vulnerability because if you can say your flaws or what you're going through then nobody else can and no one else can hold that over over you either so if you're willing to be like yeah I'm really upset because I threw something today it's like, well, then no one could ever say anything to you. Like, well, yeah, well, I knew about that time you threw something. And then all of a sudden it's like people can, you know, hold whatever that is over you as opposed to just being like, this is part of the human experience. We all go through stuff. Like there's nobody that's immune from going through embarrassing or hard or funny things. So why wouldn't you just be honest? And not that you have to be like TMI, but it's like you can still talk about things and let people know like I'm just a human doing my thing just like you are, you know? So you obviously edit the podcast. So you heard my marriage episode. Yes. I was afraid of not only recording that, but like even sending that to you Mm -hmm. because I'm like, like, this is like really difficult. But the more that I've heard of other people being married, Mm -hmm. going through the same things that I have gone through or worse... I have now realized I judged those people because my marriage was fine. And now I'm like, oh, I'm like just as much like vulnerable to issues in my marriage as they are. I'm not better than them. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really what's really hard. I think what's really hard is when other people judge you for being vulnerable, I take that as you think you're better than me. Mm-hmm. And I get it because I think I used to be like that mm-hmm. when people were sharing things that I'm like, oh, that like makes me feel weird that you're sharing that stuff. But over time, I've realized, oh, yeah, that can happen to me too. Right. And so that's the same thing with the people who are then like thankful to us for sharing certain things. Yeah. And so um, I was having a conversation just a few weeks ago with a shaker saying, you talked about things about marriage and then I got married and went through issues in my marriage Mm -hmm. and you helped me. Right. And I cried. Like receiving that message, having that shaker (laughs) tell me, 
because it it felt like, you know, using my story, using my struggles is actually being used for a purpose. Right. And so by like saying, you know, I'm mourning the perfect image, I'm I that's literally all that it is. I'm I'm mourning the fact that people can't look at me and say, "Oh, she has like a perfect and great life," which mm-hmm. There is a a point of that that I envy about other people who aren't as vulnerable and like real about their lives because they get to like live this like perfect looking secret life. Right. Um, but I also know kind of like what you were saying, like none of my life gets to live in the darkness then. Right. And like even the enemy can't get to me and my issues as much because I'm being real and vulnerable and like things can't get worse. It's almost like mold can't grow. Right. Well, and it's like, why would you want to not talk about stuff? Because that's probably so scary and like, you know, really lonely to Mm -hmm. just always be like, no, I need to keep up this perfect image. I need to keep up this, this thing that I've created. So people still think I'm really cool. And people think, yeah, my reputation, which again, I think we all know the oversharers in our lives where there's like a right time and a right place. (laughs) But when you're coming to somebody or somebody is genuinely asking you how you are, or you have a podcast, it's like, well, why would we have a podcast if we're not going to be real about stuff, which there are of course things that we don't talk about out of respect for other people. Right. But when it comes to us, it's like, well, what is the point of this? If we can't try to relate or try to help somebody or be like, hey, I feel these things too, then I don't understand the point of having a platform. It's not, yeah, that our our podcast would be pointless yeah. because that's like we, it's funny, like whenever we write out our emails, um, like one of our talking points is like, we are vulnerable mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, we really are. Yeah. Like we're very vulnerable. And if we weren't real and we told people that we're being real. So like whenever I go through something, there's a part of me that's like, dang it. Now I have to talk, have to talk about, about it. it. I know. And um, the the good thing with that, though, is it like keeps me accountable and it keeps me humble, honestly. Yeah. And it makes me just realize I can literally never be better than anyone else. Yeah, that, no one is better than anyone else. But you know, other people like get to feel that, that way. We I never know. get to feel that I know, way. We never do. Which is really good. And yeah. I think that's like a really strong point in our friendship too. Like if either of us aren't in the right, we will tell the other person like yeah. so kindly and so nicely. But I really want to do an episode on this too. Um, I'll probably do a solo episode on it. But talking about... Um, like not feeding negativity that like your significant other breeds like just being a yes person same thing goes with friendships like Mm -hmm. don't let your friend be like a bad person honestly I know yeah that's true and that goes into feeding a fake persona yeah yeah I don't I've never really had a hard time being vulnerable but there are certain things like when we did the financial episode, like talking about my finances where I'm super open about it, but I'm like, you know, like that shows the, the weakness in the, the person that shows the cracks. 
but especially when a lot of people don't talk about finances. like oh, I, totally. I i am uncomfortable at finances because yeah. it's not just my own it's me and right. my husband and my yeah. family and all of these things that go mm-hmm. into it too and but i like respect that you do and that you're so yeah. open about it because i like to think well what if there was that one person listening to the show who thought I'm a piece of crap because I don't know how to spend money. Right. And it's like, oh, trust me. It's me and one, 3.5 million other people too, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it's also understanding, like owning up to those mistakes because then it also almost keeps you accountable saying them out loud and so being true. like, I'm putting this out into the ecosystem of like what I have a hard time with and I'm going to try and work on it. And now everybody knows, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to hide it. Um, and I think it's also a good perspective, especially with money, to be like, it's just money. It's paper. It's something we made. This is not God-given. Mm-hmm. We don't go to heaven with this. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is just a thing mm-hmm. that our world has created to make as bartering chips. So it's like, if you can dumb things down too and be like, okay, so you're having a hard time in your marriage. Well, who can you talk to? Be self-aware. Try to go to somebody, but don't shove things under the rug or not talk about them because... Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good mm-hmm. if you just keep not talking about it. Right. And also try, don't try to be cool. Like, I think oh one thing we talked gosh. about <laughs> yes. on our the episode we weren't able to release is like this idea of guilty pleasures. And, you know, people are so ashamed of things that they listen to or they like. And it's it's like, well, obviously, unless it's like kinky and weird, <laughs> it's like, why are you ashamed but of even then? Oh, because we were talking about I meant sexually kinky, but sure. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. Again, there are certain things that you shouldn't just openly talk about. Like, I love feet. I love pictures mm, yes. of feet. I guess you can say that. I'm just kidding. Admit it. Just tell everyone. Just admit. Now. Okay, I have an account on WikiFeet. <laughs> Wiki That's feet? why I tell you to fold your legs when we do videos so I can get shots of your feet. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's why I put socks on for you. Right. You're welcome. But take them off later slow. <laughs> slow. Slow. You want my bear socks? Yes. Oh. Your baby socks. <laughs> um, yeah, but just, just thinking like if you like it and it makes you really happy and it's not hurting anybody, it's what you're just like ashamed because that's not like what the Kardashians are doing. Or like you don't like wearing something because like it's not the cool thing to wear right now. It's like wear it like I don't understand right. that mentality because yeah. then you're not being true to yourself and that's right. stupid <laughs> yeah yeah go go and manifest that life yeah unless it's a stupid life <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I think I think there is a lot of strength and vulnerability and um just being I think it just builds a lot of strength in who you are and your character and mm-hmm. um everything because then if you can be vulnerable about yourself then you can be vulnerable with your partner and if you can be vulnerable with your partner you can be vulnerable with your kids and Mm -hmm. then your parents and your family and then you can all just have really good conversations and dialogue you know and I feel like that's what we've been trying to do on this podcast like telling people hey it's okay to do these things you know it's actually so crazy and I'm gonna end off on this is um I was gonna say if you have trouble with being vulnerable and real with people around you slowly like do it so slowly um I don't think that you can just like instantly just go off and like be yourself because then everyone's going to be like wait you're actually Mm -hmm. crazy like something's wrong with you right um because if you've like conjured up this perfect image 
that's not really who you are. Right. And um, that can be shocking to people once you come into who you are. And I used to think, oh, I have to leave all my friends behind. I have to leave all my family behind. I need new everything. And um, I have recently, one of my oldest friends, we've been friends for over 20 years now. Um, I'm only now sharing some like really vulnerable things that have gone on in my life and um, even like becoming more of who I am. And it's so crazy because I was just really afraid I wasn't going to be accepted for who I am because we're very different in um, some like really base aspects. And I have like been so loved and accepted. And I don't think that could have happened with everyone because you just like lose friends over time for Mm -hmm. because you slowly become a different person like you should be changing right um and it actually was like a really good ongoing conversation that we've been having and I for the first time feel like I'm truly being myself and that I can even like come to her and like tell her things that are going on in my life and get advice from her um but oh what was I gonna say with that is um like give your friends the benefit of the doubt give your family the benefit of the doubt because they might surprise you yeah yeah and now that you say that just thinking if you're never vulnerable with your friends they don't even know who you really are and so if there does come a day where you crack or you accidentally yell at them or you get upset it's like they're like you're crazy what's wrong with you as opposed to being like oh I do this actually all the time I've just never shown that part of me if you know that you're a certain way not that you should just be totally like cuckoo crazy all the time right but it's more just saying like hey if you're having a hard day tell your friend you're having a hard day and like explain as much as you can and, and trust the right people and if they can't take it then, then they're why probably are you not a good them? friend yeah if you're vulnerable with a friend and they don't receive it very well or don't really want to talk about or it or just like give you a look yeah that's happened to me and i'm yeah. like yeah we're not friends anymore <laughs> well yeah because it's not a true it's not a true friendship mm-hmm. and if they can't be with you in those hard times or those vulnerable times or they shouldn't be allowed to be with you in the good times too right. so That's so true you know i think cut off <laughs> seriously well i mean i think with all of this you know take it with a grain of salt don't just be like a blob a, a crying blob all the time in front of everybody but Find the right people that are like there for you and practice being vulnerable. If you're having a hard day and you never tell somebody, go tell one of your close friends like, hey, I'm having a hard day. Can you pray for me? Or whatever it is you want to say. I think that's a really good practice. And then also just remember like nobody's cool and it just doesn't matter. I think that's why you and I are so vulnerable or I'm vulnerable about the car I drive or living at home, you know? And it's like, if people tell me, I had this girl DM me and go, I just think you're so cool. I'm like, you just don't know what my life looks like, but thank you. That's really nice. I think you just have to be real or it's also like, who wants to hang out with somebody who thinks they're cool all the time anyway? That's even worse. That is worse. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if this episode was at all relatable or you got anything out of it, please screenshot it and tag us. Put it on your stories on Instagram and we will personally thank you because we appreciate it and it helps us so, so much. Um, Yeah, so I think that's it. So it's always better when When salt salt and pepper pepper come together. together. Bye. Bye.
Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.